Hello, radio listener. It's Full Spectrum Cycling, show number 151. That's some strong, strong, strong rum. Little Ron Bacardi or Ron yeah. Rico or something. 151. Yeah. 151, man. 151. You get the 151 floater on the top of the rum runner. I don't think I've had that since like 1981. I know. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> Good stuff, though. So, you know, we should have a rum section of the show. Top of the second hill. Yar. No. And then, and then, then I'll feel all piratey. What was the whiskey thing called in the uh, Jungle Cross when it was down at the. Where Kamatsu is now, it's called whis- just Whiskey Hill or Whiskey, yeah. whiskey Rise, Rehorse Rise, Rehorse Rise, there Whiskey we Mountain, go. Whiskey Mountain. Those were good days. Now there's a Kamatsu plant there, and they better put a mural or something on that huge wall along the KK River Trail. Right it's there. nice when the train's going by; you don't see that big wall. You just kind of get the train. Then it is just a blank canvas for anything. I, 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 and if they do anything, make it look like the Solveig crumbled plant. I yeah, that would be a good idea. That would be yeah. damn awesome. The, uh, a little homage oh, little, to the yeah, super fun LEDs. site that was there before them. Mm-hmm. LEDs or something. But I seeing it from the other angle from the Illuminati. Because I was like building some machines over there, and and all of a sudden I look and I see the cranes and stuff, and I'm like, oh, we used to race bikes there. <laughs> yeah, right. Those sucks. were good days. Yeah, those uh, were, those uh, were uh, some warm weather out there lately. Yeah, apart from the uh, snow that was on the w- out there as I was arriving, <laughs> that I was not expecting. <laughs> I mean, it was just flurry in the air. Kind of more like rain, snow, yeah. S- rain. Yeah, they they said there wasn't like a twenty percent chance. So I have a that was hole the in my roof <laughs> that I decided not to put a cap on or anything. And Your fault. Did you make the hole? Oh, hell no. You made it rain. Don't, don't, you don't make holes in roofs. I don't care. <laughs> holes in roofs. I'll get on a garage roof. I won't get on a, yeah. on a three, two and a half story roof. Did you get your door yet? Uh, yep. Yep. It's huge. Doors are good. You got to have those to keep the Blows. riffraff out of your house. Blows sucks, man. That was such a pain in the ass. Why would you even go to Lowe's? Blows. You know, they went to the, the only company that makes the door. Myself and my wife wanted. Hey, Molly. Um, is at Lowe's. It's a, a great big French set of, set of French doors that have side lights that vent. Oh, all right. Yes. Nobody else makes that in the entire world. Huh. Unless it was custom. Yeah, oh. 95 inches wide, long and 80 inches. You could drive a car through there. Yeah. Huh? You could go three three wide on I bicycles will be able to. I will be able to mountain bike off my porch. Or technically road bike if I wanted to, but yeah. Yeah. Oh. We got flashing done and shit too. So one day where I'm, I'm gonna actually move into this house. I'm starting to feel it's weird. We're gonna uh, have to do a little removing of items from the podcast room this weekend because Kirk is gonna whoop a fit on the paint job over the, on Monday. What kind of whoop a fit was he talking? About? Well, I think we're gonna whoop a fit like that gray wall there, only everywhere. Oh, okay. Except for down okay, on the great, bottom. Okay. Well, okay, you'll see. But okay. uh, we we got a we got a sort of semi customer client thing coming up in a couple of weeks. So we. Yeah have a little bit of uh, incentive to get the studio kind of more operational, which we a, will be doing. A client for the podcast studio? A what? Are you talking about like clients yeah. for the podcast? Yeah, somebody oh, cool, that cool. Kirk wants to interview. Yeah. So yeah. Nice. that'll be cool. Absolutely. Start to get a little bit of uh, more action going on in here than just this fine show. <laughs> Calling this a show fine is weird. 
So did you, who put the bike smiths is now at 914 East Hamilton? I did. So was that, that's the exact same space that fatbike.com had yeah, like, the yeah. 100th anniversary yep. party in? That's yeah. Yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I saw, I looked up the address and me and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that building. We have sullied uh, this person <laughs> property. Right. right. <laughs> I think the cops were I think only the there cops twice. Were right yeah, there twice and right here. Yep. <laughs> As I was against the back wall going, oh man, oh, and it's sh- the cop. Oh, wait. I'm shout way out back to, here. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kelsey because I think the first night I met her and she was naughty. <laughs> oh, hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. We love you. Yeah, so I think it's more of their warehousing now, but they may still have some sort of retail presence just to maintain that illusion of uh, mm-hmm. what you call it. What do you call it? Retail? Yeah. I, it, it's right down the street. It was, it was also Tim's old shop that, that called The Shop. Oh, before it moved down to the south side. You moved to the Bayviews, and then it moved. That was that all is all the way south. A cool shop that only works on, you know, good older motorcycles, not Harleys. He actually does now work on Harleys. Too. Well, you can't exactly. be too picky and choosy, yeah. but mm-hmm. he they're does, sort of specialists he, at smaller done, displacement motors. To my knowledge, he has done more than one Royal Enfield diesel. Yeah. Talk about a crazy motorcycle. I've been interested in Royal Enfield uh, lately, especially since they have kind of a presence in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. So. Great little bike. I have a couple couple interesting things out there. Yeah. 650? Uh, There's a couple different. There's a 500. 500, Depending on what market you're in. I think in the U.S. it's that like 500 and the 650. They're huge in India. I know. Tons of them. Huge. 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 Not big in Japan. Uh, huge in Don't Japan. think so. Don't know. It could be Alphaville or Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da. Ta. Mm. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, Marty. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, we're going to actually, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to call uh, Todd Paquette up there in Marquette, Michigan area. Yeah. yeah. Polar Roll yeah. is coming up today and tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Puck know. and Boner are going to be up there. Going to do that. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to go up there and do it. I wonder. Uh, I <laughs> at least defile some DFL. defile some sort of I wonder if hotel room. Uh, I wonder if they'll stop at Dino's for a snack before they go. Probably not. Probably not. Did you stop at Dino's for a snack? Is that why you're bringing it up? Yeah. Dino's is open again Dino's here in is River West. Finally open for food. A little bit of little bit of food. It's got a small menu. I have not gotten back into Dino's yet. I've been in there a few times, and I just haven't really quite got the groove going yet. I stopped by. I stopped by for the their first band thing. I popped in there for a little bit. It was a little too much humanity for my, I don't know, social anxiety (laughs) to to surmount. (laughs) But all the same, you know, it was like, okay, cool. Uh, Got the flavor. We we rolled in Saturday afternoon and had some curds. Oh, then ended up over at Bosco's. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And been in there for like, uh, count three days. Yeah, you got the goombas on one side and the cops on the other side of the (laughs) line. Pretty much sort of an idea. Forgot yet I had been buzzed in there. Ah, well, let's... uh, 79 Corvette in the garage. Let's take a real quick call here before we call Todd. We got... uh, got, Hey, caller. uh, Thank you. Thank you for calling in. What guy do we have on the line here now on the phone thing? I'm in the Big Easy on Magazine Street, surrounded by loved ones. How are you? We are well. We're just uh, basically getting ready to call our guest for the evening. I would. I did not know you were going to call in, but welcome to the show. Want to give us a quick update? 
Yeah, no, uh, I got I got to New Orleans about a week ago, uh, and I've uh, been doing some yard work, and uh, I'm uh, contemplating leaving on Mardi Gras Day or leaving on Easter. I don't know yet. For the beginning of the 2022 campaign of Big Sexy Around Your Country? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. The next route definitely includes uh, North Alabama, uh, Nashville, Worcester, Ohio, uh, Detroit, Muskegon, or uh, Battle Creek, Muskegon, and then Milwaukee. So right I will on. be coming through. Do, do you know about this neighborhood called River West? Will you be stopping there? And I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll be there for the twenty-four, but uh, but I'll, I'll 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 be passing through. Cool. Very good. I think I'll be a little early. I River think I'll West be a little early for the twenty-four. Can always come back. But yeah, this, this, I I don't want to I don't want to plan too much about leaving the city when I just got here. So <laughs> yeah, wait, isn't that a one of the progressive commercials? Well, yeah, everything everything's pretty good. Um, I'm I'm trying to work my ass off. I'm really am trying not trying trying to work, but um, I got a I got a friend that got me in his yard, uh, rolling around in mud every day and and you know getting down and dirty and working. But it's it's like yeah, not exactly what I wanted to do, but yeah, whatever. It's all good. There you go. All right, man. Well, we've got a we got to call another uh, another person yes. on the telephone right now another guest um we all we, we all good um if, if i could if i could plug my plug my donations real quick if you could uh if anybody could uh send a venmo or send a uh paypal would be super appreciated i'm just trying to, trying to make ends meet and it's hard it's hard to do in a big city like this so yep absolutely we'll get that we'll get that in the show notes too. the uh your uh, paypal and your venmo right all right man We'll talk Absolutely. to you soon. I just wanted to check in and let you, let you guys know I'm good. I'm in, I'm in New Orleans. I'm good. I'm not, you know, I'm not hurt for certain or nothing, but yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you cool. soon. All right. Love you guys. River West is the best. <laughs> there he goes. Big sexy, everybody, with a quick check in. We're going to, I'm going to, you guys uh, talk. I'm going to push the button here and then uh, figure out how to make a call out of here. So talk amongst yourselves. I'm looking at the website of this polar roll with Whack Jobs film. Fat bikes crewmen. Hugs and bacon. They have community. So what happened with the uh, bottle of wine? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw rest in peace in there. And I, uh, I went to uh, drop off stuff at the Illuminati, and on the way back, I called my I'm like, hey, you want me to get your bottle of wine? She's like, yeah. So I got it, and I had all the stuff in the car, and. As I was pulling my backpack out, it hooked the uh, bottle of wine and shot it straight into the garage concrete slab and just went. Oh, no. It's <laughs> like a snuff film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, oh, if it was red, of course. All right. It, it was not, though. It was oh. white, which made it even worse. I'm currently oh. pushing the button. Huh. Let's see how this works. It's been a while since we called out of this thing. I, it, would that button be then muting me? I don't know. No. Oh, no. Does it? No. <laughs> I, I can. <laughs> You keep it up, too. <laughs> I'll give you a what for. It says it's calling. Beep. Beep. Ring goes the telephone. Ring goes the telephone. Hey, everybody. We have Todd Paquette up there in Michigan on the horn. He is uh, the organizer of the upcoming Polar Roll. 
this it's actually today and tomorrow in in internet time, yeah, internet time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and also uh the 906 adventure team that's covering several counties up there and helping a lot of new cyclists and young folks get going on that kind of stuff so todd welcome to the show how's it going hey it's going great good to talk to you guys yeah, I keep seeing you come up on my Facebook book feed as my friend, so I feel like we should probably talk more often. <laughs> Facebook. Meta. <laughs> right? Meta. I was just thinking how often I don't use that anymore. Exactly. Right. So uh, maybe uh, just give our listener a little background on, on you and your cycling stuff and just kind of, you know, just sort of what's going on. And then we can get into the event and your uh, and your 906 adventure team a little bit more specifically. Yeah, I can tell you that uh, you're just sort of the 30,000 foot view is the 906 adventure team is a 501c3 nonprofit based in Marquette, Michigan. It's somewhat ironic because our, our primary mission is to help empower people to discover the best version of themselves through outdoor adventure. And we're really focused on working with kids in particular. We want to get to them young to help connect them with their communities and the outdoors. And we're doing that now. We started this, oh my God, I think nine, eight, eight or nine years ago, just in Marquette with five kids. This coming summer, we're going to work with 700 kids mm. and it's going to be in seven communities between Michigan and Wisconsin. Nice work. And then we're also <clears throat> working with a couple of affiliate communities, one in Ohio and then another one down in the, the lower peninsula. So we're very youth focused, but at the same time we've, I don't know how this happened. We became known for running what, people refer to as sadistic events or <laughs> things that only masochists would do. <laughs> I think that's what, uh, so just to a little more background on why we're talking to Todd today, uh, Dave Lunds, mm-hmm. AKA professor puck now and uh, boner are going to the polar roll and just, you know, off the cuff today, Dave said, maybe you should have Todd on the show today. And I'm like, yeah, let's just see if we can just <laughs> drum him up real quick. But, uh, Dave, oh. Dave did mention something about you doing sadistic. I don't know if that was the exact word, but it was along those lines. So continue, please. Good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's really, I don't know. When you step back and you look at it, I mean, it's kind of ironic or funny or just perplexing maybe is the word that this nonprofit is, you know, seemingly have such what could be viewed on the surface as being different missions, but the common thread through everything that we do with kids and then everything that we do through the events, which are on polar roll, the crusher and Margie for adults is that there's this emphasis on essentially what we say or what we call doing hard things. And within that umbrella, there's this idea of developing self-reliant people, people that are, dependent on themselves and they take responsibility for what happens to them and, you know, the consequence of whatever decisions they make. We have a self-supported ethos that really runs through our adult events and our youth events where it's like, listen, um, you know, if a kid comes up to a coach and says, ah, this trail's too hard and, you know, this isn't fair, we should go somewhere else. And I mean, the coach is going to look at him more than likely and say like, first of all, life isn't supposed to be fair. We're not sure who told you that. But it's this idea of trying to build people who can use challenge and leverage the lessons 
going through the challenge to overcome future challenge. It's really, it boils down to just developing more adaptable and resilient people, period. It's a, it's a great uh, concept and sounds like it's been successful since you've been going for several years now. Um, I know it, yeah. I, I know when Puck does your event, he, he usually is, is bringing up the rear, so they, they put a pretty good challenge on themselves. So. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much of that's the actual course in the event itself or um, self-induced uh, challenges, but um, yeah. It's so, probably both. Well, they've always had great things to say about the event, and, and I – I know that the actual race race is is this weekend, but you also, because of various uh, COVID concerns and other, and maybe just to get people out there that are not in the competition mode, you have this thing opened up for uh, is it a couple of months where people can go kind of do the same basic course sort of an idea. Yeah, you know that's really the biggest change this year, and, and we're still I'll tell you, as, a, as a staff, you know, now we have three people that are they're working for 906 and this has been probably our most challenging <clears throat> introduction to a new year because we're running polar roll as a mass start event this coming weekend and you know with a mass start event there's a lot of moving parts that in in past years would be enough to sort of max us out but now as we've come out of the pandemic and well are we out of it i don't even know <laughs> Uh, we're running right alongside of it at least right now. Yeah. No kidding. It's like a parallel universe here, but well, here's the thing in 2020, you know, the year of the pandemic kicking off polar roll was a mass start that year. We managed to pull the event off about a month before the world went off the rails last year in 21, we had to run it as an EX or expedition event. And that's where there's no race. There's no mass gathering. You've got a two-month window. You can do it whenever the heck you want. You can do it with whoever you want, and you can do it as many times as you want. Now we're doing the mass start and that EX format together, and it's mm. really been it's it's been interesting because now we don't just have two two race routes. We actually have like six, and uh, yeah, it's yeah we're doing hard things too, <laughs> just trying to figure <laughs> out how to run it all at the same time. Yeah, so the I guess uh, uh, Dave got a little condition report, but uh, fill us in what the conditions are like on the trails that can be expected for the event uh, this weekend. You know, what's amazing is I actually went out and I did the short route this this morning, and the the trail is just the the best I've seen it all year. Super fast, the temperature and, and the snow conditions, everything has been really playing to our favor. Nice. So it was a great ride. But when we look at our extended forecast right now, and this is typical polar roll bullshit, <laughs> we, we are looking at, uh, you know, depending on what forecast you look at, it's Friday is supposed to be 40 mile an hour winds Ooh. with anywhere from one to six inches of snow, oh. depending on what you look at. So <laughs> we have people that are, we have a night roll this Friday, which we've never done before. They're supposed to be leaving at 6 p.m. I mean, if there's 40 mile an hour winds and you know how however much snow, I I don't know. It's it's touch and go right now. It sounds it sounds like it's going to be do. cold for the start too. Is it going to be in the below zero neighborhood? Yeah, Saturday is calling for. I looked at it just before you guys called seven degrees. Ooh. And then if you factor in the 20 mile an hour winds out of the north, it's probably going to be like negative 15, negative 20. Ooh. 
it's going to be brutal. Stuff. Well, <laughs> it may live up to its billing oh. as, a, as one of your sadistic three. <laughs> uh, so, so this is happening this weekend. And then the other two events you do are the Crusher, which uh, yep. just real quick, when is that and what's that about? Uh, it's July 15th and 16th, but there's also an EX window. So you could do an EX Crusher between July 1st and September 30th. Same same deal as a polar roll. Okay. And, you know, we call it a gravel event and kind of like, you know, laugh off to the side because really the best bike for that event is a is a mountain bike, to be quite honest. Good to know, just in case somebody wants to go ramble through that a, one. A 26-inch wheel mountain bike? <laughs> you can do it with fat <laughs> tires on it. Yeah, fat bike would be fine. A fat bike actually on the Crusher would be fine. It would actually handle that course very well. And then, and then the third event, which I can never properly pronounce, even though I think you said it real well before, is yeah, it's the Margie Gessick. Margie Gessick. Okay, well, yeah. I mean it's easy enough when you say it. Looking at it spelled out, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's you know, I mean that's probably that's well, it is our largest event, and uh, probably the most sadistic, also. <laughs> There's a there's a thread going through this uh, <laughs> route planning business, you know. So I, I think there, I think there's interest in that. We just uh, I I called Todd before the show just to make sure that we could uh, catch up at the right time, and we talked very briefly about Seely Dave and some of his plans for doing stuff up in the Bayfield Peninsula up there, and some of those ideas for events up there are non traditional. And some of them could be pretty challenging. And I think, um, yeah, well, I don't know about, we're not going <laughs> to, that's, that's copyright 906 adventure team or 906. Sorry. Nine oh, is, do you go 906 or 906? Uh, 906. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, well, there you go. Hey, hey, you know, a note on Seely Dave, this actually goes back to when Tim had the events because you're mentioning, you know, sort of the non-traditional event format. Of, of those events over there that he's running now. Yep. Um, an interesting note, just to throw it out here is that we modeled when I I've done the, the check 100 and I love that event. It's fantastic. When I, after the first time I did it, some of what we did with Margie Gessick's based on what I saw at the, at the check 100. Oh, right oh. on. Well, that's good to hear that there's, you know, ideas. Yeah. Get no, passed there's definitely, around. there's, there's an influence there because when the year I did it, it was a, you know, self-supported, unsupported, whatever you want to call it. You went down. I think we we saw our families at the at the hatchery. Oh, right. And, on. Yep. Yeah, they got that pavilion, and I just remember coming in there. It's like mile sixty or so, and all the racers were there with their family. It was a great vibe, and then of course you know you had to take off and you had forty miles to go or whatever. Uh, that's very similar to what we do at Margie with Jackson Park, where it's you know, we're unsupported or self-supported. You're on your own, but we do allow for families to, or support support crews is what we call them, <laughs> to to uh, to see the racers and to be part of the event. Because frankly, I don't know if you guys race or you know what your interest is in cycling. Certainly but, have in the past. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, <laughs> so anybody who's racing and committing time in their life to this endeavor, um, you got to have your family behind you. So we've really tried to, you know, make our events not just about the event or the person doing the event, but also to really pull on the family and the friends and 
make it something that everybody can feel a part of. Sure. Hey, before we talk too much about family, because we're going to get into that in just a second, I just wanted to ring the top of the hill bell and uh, maybe maybe pull over for just a quick quaff of our show beer for the, the show today. Uh, I don't know if you're partaking of any kind of uh, uh, adult beverage, but uh, today we have Lakefront Brewing's Hazy Rabbit, which is one of our favorite IPAs from a local craft brewery here, regional craft brewery here in, in Milwaukee. So uh, oh, we've, we've certainly talked about this beer before, so I don't think we have to beat it into the ground anymore, but... <laughs> Uh, if, if Lakefront is available in your area, whatever beer they make, it's a good it's version of the example. Whether yeah, you like yeah, that yeah. style or not, it's a good version of whatever beer you're drinking. Yep. So we're just, we, yeah, so we're at the top of the hill now. And, uh, I don't know. You, got, you have some craft breweries over that way where you are. Absolutely. Black Rocks, oh. uh, Cognition, Ordock. Yeah, we've got a lot of good beer market. Ordock, yeah, that's one I've had before. So... Yep. <clears throat> I was going to say about getting into the family thing, even though I don't know. My wife, my wife, oddly enough, listens to this show. So, hi, honey. How's it? How's it going? Um, I, my son is on the NICA team for our local high school, and I wondered how much um, what you're doing up there. I mean, there's been you know spectacular growth in NICA all over the country, and especially yeah. here in Wisconsin and in Minnesota. And, and and how's it going in Michigan? Uh, it's, it's going well. I mean, it it really is. You know, the thing that's a little bit different with our program is, and this actually came from, uh, our, our introductory year of participating in NICA in Wisconsin. When we came back from that year, which was 2016, what we realized coming back from the fall of 2016 was that our 30 kid team had about seven kids that truly wanted to race. Like they wanted to race to win. And then there's 23 kids on the team that they're really actually just there to like ride bikes with kids and for the social experience. Yeah. That, that's how my son started out. He didn't want to be a competitor the first year he did it. Yeah. And uh, once he got a little bit of experience under his belt, he was like, yeah, I guess I'll race this year, you know, but it's, he, <laughs> and he's going out there to, to, to hang out with his friends and ride bikes. And, you know, I, yeah. I don't know, they're just getting so huge. It reminds me of, I used to do wars racing way back in the old days and some of the original wars races were under a hundred people. And I'd loved, you know, having those events that were smaller. And then once it got super huge, it just became such a challenge to go spend a bunch of money to race every weekend when you could be using trails that are, you know, basically not being used right now. So mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and Nike is suffering through that in Wisconsin and they're having to split the season so that uh, the yep. race, racers will only be able to get to go to four of the six events just because the venues can't ha- handle the capacity anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's too big. I mean, that's, it's a good thing. You know, the kids are, they're active and that's going to have a positive influence on their life actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of our good friends um, is a coach on a, a more urban team that we have actually right down the street from us here in the Milwaukee public school system. And seeing some kids that would never be able to get out and get that experience without some, you know, maybe help from other people are just enjoying the heck out of it. They really like being out there. Yeah, it's huge, man. I mean, the bottom line right now is kids are struggling and, you know, we won't get into the the metrics or the statistics on it, but I just trust me, they're not good. And, you know, what we've realized and we're really honing in on right now is kids, kids are essentially learning through observation. You know, they interact with the world. They see what adults are doing. They see how the world's working. And then 
that's sort of what develops their reality. So what, what we're trying to do organizationally is make sure that we're interfacing with the adults and providing the proper training and support for adults to understand the impact that their actions and what they're doing has on kids. That's, I think that's going to be a, a long-term key to putting a little more pressure on adults to maybe uh, hold themselves accountable instead of trying to hold other people accountable or hold kids, kids accountable. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I, we, we appreciate you uh, being on the horn today. Um, I, I know you got a big event coming up here uh, in a couple of days from now, and it is actually going to be starting today, Friday, the 11th yeah. in, in yep. radio time. Um, but you've got so much to talk about. We'd certainly love to welcome you back sometime down the road. So yeah, um, let's do it. It was great connecting with you guys. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, good luck with the event, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Todd. Yeah, blast, man. All right. You guys take care. Survive Dude. Dave. <laughs> yeah, survival of oh, Dave. Oh, oh. <laughs> Over and out. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right, everybody. Todd Paquette from up there, Polar Roll, 906 Adventure Team. Sorry and, about Dave. And a couple other of events. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, sorry about Dave. Dr. Puck. No, you just survived. Professor. He's not Dr. Puck yet. He's got me pr- Professor, Professor Puck. Puck. Senior lecturer. Professor yeah. Puck. I guess he's, he's, he's diving deep into it. I think that's awesome. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Totally, I, I'm beyond stoked. I do want to learn how to weld, but I don't know if I want to learn how to weld. Under, I'm not paying uh, to have Dave teach me. He can just come over here. And well, I, want to find out, I want to find out if they're uh, um, the, uh, the kitchen, the... Uh, the culinary arts program, they would have, like, they would do lunch. All the time. I don't know. It's if, outstanding. And I don't know if they do that anymore. My Molly used to work Maybe there. do they have, well, they you could get your bike welded well, during then, lunchtime. But I'm talking about now, because everything went, and That's now it, things have been coming up, and we have somebody on the inside now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Was that well, a little too devilish sounding? I was trying to cloak like a little cough. I don't think we really missed anything. There's some other events coming up. Check out the I missed, bike.com. I'm, someone buy that event beautiful orange bike years. I, I haven't put it on I the missed thing Frosty Hog. Hog. Oh, I, I, I missed it simply because I went for a walk on Saturday for I don't know, six fucking miles or something <laughs> where my body <laughs> rebelled on me the next day. I, I, I just kind of spaced it because there wasn't any snow, and I was like, yeah. Ah. Oh, I for sure. the Frosty was on Sunday. It was. It was. Yeah. He was tired yeah. from Saturday. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Pay attention, son. Yeah. And I woke up, and it was like 10 <laughs> o'clock, and I'm like, oh, what? Oh, wait. It starts, and then, uh, or. Well, I met Dan at And I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. He had been there. So. Yeah, so uh, yeah, my thoughts and thoughts were there. I would, I'm, I would like to talk to somebody that was there just to see what I it think. Was uh, like. Tandem Bob, all right, well, Tandem Bob was there. We'll the, uh, Mike and Berta, Bobby Overboard, yep, <laughs> Wild Fangs. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like sitting there trying to recall on this. All right, well, maybe we'll get a Frosty Hog report for next maybe. week, but we'll try to figure that out. If all right, else, that was it. Bam. Thank you for coming. Uh, join us again next week for show number 152. Yeah. yeah. Post-polar roll edition. Do it. Yeah.